All righty, folks. Welcome back to the Off Center Archers. This is episode number 120. I'm Anthony. I'm Dougie. And today we're going to bullshit about some of the new stuff that has come out from PSC, because we're both PSC guys. And pretty since, much. Uh, since the Vegas shoot started, and we were waiting for this day because we knew this is the worst kept secret ever. The worst. <laughs> yeah, the absolute worst kept fucking. Pro Series bow advertisement shit that PSC's ever done. Anyway, so, yep, we're going to be talking about the Shoot Down Pro since it was released at Vegas this weekend. And all the hype and all the new videos are coming up about it. And the psychotic speed video that Greg the Gorilla Pool did um, <laughs> with it. So, we will just get into that since... I don't know. <laughs> there, there's been a lot of hype about this fucking bow right now, for sure. Oh, it looks sexy. It's oh, got all yeah. the new bells and whistles and, you know, everything everyone expected to be on the bow with everything that's been coming out so far this year for PSE. I mean, it's got the, it's got the clip system. It's got the integrate rest, the, inter, the Picatinny sight rail. You know, it is basically exactly what we expected, just didn't expect it to be marketed as, hey, this is the perfect crossover bow. Exactly. Exactly. That this it really is. It's literally a the best crossover bow you can probably get right now because everyone else is in the 30, 31, 32, 33 inch range. Mm -hmm. And Normally, most people have their crossover bows somewhere about the 35, and this bow just happens to be 36. It's not a shoot-through riser, so it's fast to load, and just like your normal bow would be. Yep. But I think in, in some cases right now, just going through all the stats for this bow, one, it's fucking fast. Oh, yeah. For a target oh, yeah. bow, it is stupid fast, especially if you're under the 31 inch territory and you can get the s2 cam it is mm -hmm. blazing fucking fast i mean the s2 cam is rated at 345 feet per second on something that's supposed to be a target bow so yeah that's it and that's and that maxes out at a 31 inch draw length for that particular cam with the uh um now i'm blinking <laughs> uh, the se the se2 goes to like gorilla fucking length it's like 33 yeah. and a half inch drawing yeah and it goes and they come in 50 60 and 70 um pound models too mm -hmm. so i think that's going to yeah. be the big thing too is that you can get this bow in 70 pounds so that's hence the hybrid aspect most target bows are like 60 pounds everybody knew who well the people who know about the PSEs knew you can get a shim system that would allow you to bump them to like the original 60 pound bows to like 63, 64, whatever. Mm -hmm. um, but the fact that this bow can go to 70 means you can hunt with it also. And it doesn't just come in your standard target colors. It actually does have full camo colors that are out. Yeah. It's got two, two camo colors. The, uh, the Kiwi Verde and I think the, I can't remember the name of the other one. It just seems like another camo. Probably Sitka. <laughs> Knowing them, more than likely. Yeah, I mean, that Sitka is always the big hot thing right now. 
Oh, where is it? Well, first light. Go, uh, Sorry. No, it's actually first light. That. We got to go for that hotness, right? It's first light. It's first light and Kuyu. So, okay. which is nice. I mean, they are two nice patterns. Me personally, I would probably go with the first light over the Kuyu. But that's just me personally. But it does have all the other features that the Fortis has. Yep. If this thing is, in reality, it's, good. Hmm? it's got one more cam that you can put on it over the Fortis. Yeah, that's that's the part that's a bit absurd. There's four cam options for this damn thing. So, I mean, don't get me wrong. It it really does suit everybody. If you like the older cam style, like the, the standard SE2 cam, you can get that on the bow. If you want the, the new Speed Demon version of the cams, uh, you can get the S2 cam if you're that dude like me who's 29 or, you know, up to 31 inch. If you have a short draw person, you can go with the S, the, uh, sorry, the M2 cam, which goes from 25 and maxes out at 29. And even that bow is yep. blazing fast. The speed on that bow is 340 foot per second at 29 inches. It, they can't even go to the standard IBL because the bow only goes to 29. And then if you have the monster draw like, like Tim Gillingham, 33 and a half is, uh, is what the E2 cam goes to. Which is crazy. That, that's insane. <laughs> I, mean, yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. This Guys like Greg Poole are going to be like, this become, finally. <laughs> this becomes a Shaq bow at that point. That is very except true. For, you might, you might, except for you probably still need another five inches added to that. But, you know, closer. <laughs> <laughs> Getting closer. You need like a 36 inch draw length and still need a fucking overdraw just to get the arrow on the goddamn bow. <laughs> uh, but I mean, the brace height is really good for everything. It's a seven, in the, depending on which cam you have. Like the, the, yeah, the E2, cam, that's, that's where I find this funny is each cam, the brace height changes. Well, that's because of the size I mean, of the on cam. The, on the SE2, it's a seven and an eighth for the brace height. Mm -hmm. The S2 cam is seven even. Uh, the M2 is six and three quarters. That's a very tiny, fast cam, though. And but that's also the short draw, the shortest draw cam. Right. And then the monster cam, which will be the the really long, long, long draw one, is four in uh, seven and a quarter. Right. Which so, is crazy. I mean, it's just it's just funny how each cam causes that much of a difference in brace height. But hey. Yeah, but I mean, really, realistically, like. The only people that are going to even bother with the E2 cam are guys who are like your draw length at like 31 and a half or like, you know, big dudes. Because, yeah. I mean, that bow doesn't, that cam doesn't start till 29 and a half. So it's, it starts at my draw length, which is, yeah. is kind of crazy. So, I mean, the average archer right now is either going to go, I mean, the other three are going to be the option for most people, unless you're six foot one plus and you're you know 31 or six two and you after you get after you go 31 i mean that after you get to 31 i mean you have no choice but to go to the e cam because the s2 goes up to 31 you're fine there that's me so if i were to have this bow i'd begin the s2 cam because it goes my that it locks out at my draw length and it's also the faster it's stupid fast at that is what it is ah and, yeah. uh, and and you know you make the you make the comment there but oh damn i, I just noticed this too mm -hmm. on the se2 cam you're allowed to go down to a 40 pound bow oh yeah look at that mm -hmm. so yeah yeah the s2 the se2 and the m2 you're allowed to get down to 40 no yeah all of them except for the s2 cam is the only one that doesn't go down to 40 
Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. S2 is the only one that starts at 50, 50, 60, 70. All the rest are 40, 50, 60, 70, which is good. I mean, it, it, that yeah. opens up that bow to a lot of people, which is really good. You know, but like I said before, I mean, well, if you're, if you're a short draw person, this is going to be a target bow to you. Whereas if you're a person, you know, my height or yeah. your height, this is like a perfect crossover bow. It's 36 inches to axle to axle. Mm -hmm. It's got all the identical features that the Fortis has. In reality, this bow is a 36 inch version of the Fortis. I mean, even down to speed. Yeah. Oh, shit. yeah. It, it, it absolutely is. And hopefully, Ultra makes a better grip because that's the only yeah. thing that, I, looking at this bow, I do not like. Because, well, I'm kind of partial now because the Ultra grip that comes on that I can get for my duo. Right. Is so comfortable. It feels, it gives you that nice, they, that perfect lift on the back of your palm and it fits real well. These clip on looks like Matthew ones just make me go, hmm, Ultra View. When are you going to make the upgraded version for that grip? Oh, that's all. Yeah. I mean, that, it's going to have to probably happen because not for nothing. If it's anything, well, I mean, right off the bat, you first off, you could see that it's at a different angle than the engage grip. I'm not a big fan that it's not more flat on the back. It's it's a lot more rounded, like the engage grip had, which yeah. I don't like whatsoever. Um. So yeah, I, I mean, realistically, they're gonna it, it's gonna be like a John Dudley version two grip, I would imagine, coming out for this thing. If not, it's a money opportunity completely missed. It would have to be a bonehead move not to have this made for it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Without so, a doubt. You know, because. Without a doubt. I have to go shoot one. I, I am really interested in the Fortis because it's got the Picatinny set up and I can get all the nifty shit for the HHAs because even the new Tetras and the Kingpin, they all share the same exact bar on the back. So. Yeah, You know, I like the fact that it, you know, in a lot of ways, even like I said in the other podcast when it was the four of us all talking, me, you, Angel, and Rich, the, the, mm -hmm. this versions of the bows, they seem to want to get as much of all people's accessories available to bolt to this bow. So you have the QAD option for, you the know, QAD the integrate, right, you got the integrate rest mount. Inside that is the bolt pattern for the new Epsilon rest, which I think is really good. You have the Picatinny rail because everyone's going centered on everything. The new snapping clips. So mm -hmm. th th it literally comes down to this bow for, for me, at least in my thinking, that this bow is identical to the Fortis, except it is six inches larger. and Not six, three inches larger. <laughs> and it... It just be, it makes it the hybrid bow. It makes it the, you know, the only time I could see this oh, bow yeah. being a problem is like if you're in a ground blind because, you know, a lot of times you're. Yeah, you, know, you got that less room. Yeah, you got, you're stuck at a certain height. You can't clear what's above you. And, you know, you might have to kneel down and take the shot, which I mean, I've done that before. It's really but not to me, that bad. It's an elk hunter. Yeah, yeah. If, I mean, it's got the speed for it. Yeah. If you had to pick a, if, if, if you pick the game for it, it's, it's, it's an elk hunter because you're not going to get within 100 yards of that fucker, 80 to 100 yards within an elk anyways. So yeah, most yeah, most of the time every 60. bit of power coming off a bow. Oh yeah, I mean that's so, the good part about it. I mean at 60 yards, I mean 
I mean, for me, granted, I think for me personally, hunting wise, I do like the 32 to 33 inch length. I don't like anything shorter than 32. Granted, I think the inertia is like 31 and 7 eighths, I think. So it's not far off that 32, but like 30 inch bows, I don't like. I don't like 28s or 29s. I think that the. I mean, at that point, you're getting. They're more of a gimmick at that point. Yeah, to me, yeah. To me, they're more of a gimmick. And if, if I'm going to shoot a bow that short, I'm going to show, shoot a bow that's that short for a reason. You know, if I want a backpack bow, I'm going to buy a fucking gearhead. A real, I mean, yeah. realistically, I can get a 22 or 24 inch bow that can fit in like a fucking old school Jan sport and go into the fucking <laughs> woods and be happy. So, Call it a day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just. I like the idea of the bow. I like the way it looks. I like the fact that it's that hybrid zone because there really was not much once like. No, there hasn't been for a while. Yeah. The, like the duo starts at what? 38, I believe. Is it a 36, 38 and 40? 35. Oh, 35. 35, 38, 40. Okay. See, but for me, the shoot through riser thing at 35, I mean, that makes the bow specifically for target only. Whereas yeah, this bow being 36, it's got the open side. You can quickly sling an arrow through. You don't have to worry about it dinging and fucking making noise as you're trying to get a, a broadhead fucking mounted and whatnot. So, I don't know, man. I, I do like it. It does look really cool. I was interested in the Fortis as it was. So, we got to see. Yeah, and, and now it's not, now it becomes a toss-up. Is it worth... What is it? A three? We figured it out about three three fifty markup for yeah, the about three hundred bucks from what it's seen. From what I've been reading, it's about three hundred bucks. So the prices I've been seeing going right now is that the Fortis thirty is going for eleven ninety nine. A lot of people are selling the Fortis thirty three for twelve ninety nine, and this thing which is funny because on Lancaster they're the same price. Yeah. Well, do you want to wait <laughs> for shipping and whatnot? Um, yeah, but no, I'm. Just going with either way, you're probably going to be waiting for shipping, even if you did order it through oh, Lancaster. Yeah, yeah because sure. no, what bow shops got has them in stock, anyways. No, I know, I know. It seems like Matthews is the only one that cuts 10,000 bows before the date of their release. This way, they all show up at shops the day of the release. It's but then again, Matthews is the marketing pro of everyone in the entire industry. Oh, yeah, so you know, I, I for I, sure, I don't know, I gotta see. I mean, like I said, I always like my 33s and stuff like that. I can tell by, like, the PSE um, for sale pages and whatnot on Facebook and Instagram and all the shit. Even on Craigslist, the... People are dropping their bows. Oh, the NXT 35s. Everyone was, like, holding on to that NXT 35 for, like, dear life because that was, like, the original for the last couple of years. That was the crossover bow. You know, yeah, that was the crossover bow from PSE for the last couple of years because they haven't done anything. You know, the largest bow was the EVL 34. And from what I understand, the 35 sold more than the 34 did. So, yeah. But now that the shoot down has been released, it's like fucking free for all on Facebook pages right now. There's NXT 35s going up for sale like crazy. I'm, I'm, I found two of them earlier today and it's like, Hmm. You know, mm-hmm. it's like four. One of them is posted for like four hundred and fifty dollars, shipped. You know, right to your door to TYD. 
450 bucks, and it's got R21s on it. So it's got like nice. top of the line rogue strings on it, 450 bucks shipped to your door. And I'm like, mm, fuck, my tax return check doesn't show up for two weeks. God damn it. <laughs> so, you know what I mean? It's like yeah, that. You're also, deba- you're also debating whether you, you should buy another used boat or get a book or buy, eventually, finally buy a new one and get that wonderful warranty. Yeah, well, my bows, my bow technically should probably still be under warranty because I had to lim- warranty out the limbs on the EBL 32. Yeah, so because the paint decided it wasn't sticking to them anymore. So and I mean, that, that's not nothing against them. They warranted them. No, no if, ends or buts. They were like, oh, shit, it's peeling. Here's a new set of 70 pound limbs. So cool. You know what I mean? So everything got done right by me. So I'm not trying to shit on them about that. Um, But yeah, it's it's been two years. Yeah. You know, I've had my EVL now for. Yeah, but you, you, you still get that. You still take that chance when you buy from Facebook, wherever. And you're oh, not going to yeah. get a warranty on this boat. So if something's wrong with it, you're SOL. Oh, don't get me wrong. I uh, I pull up the photos of their bows and stuff like that, especially people like to, you know, oh, look, it's got the scratch from the fucking arrow arrest. If you don't think I'm zooming in to get your serial number off it so I could see if you registered your bow, you got to be a fucking moron. I look to see if someone <laughs> registered the bow. If that bitch says unregistered, I'm suddenly really interested. Because I'll register that shit and I'll get your warranty. I don't give a shit, you know. <laughs> yeah, it works for me. Sure as fuck works for me. I just got my warranty card back from my from my duo, so I'm like, woo. Yeah, see. But I don't know, man. I, I, I'm definitely like the four. I, I'm interested in the Fortis. I really am because everything I have, I can bolt to it. You know, I could yeah. buy the the bracket for my HHA for fifty bucks. Cool. I did that with well, the Well, I guarantee you it's going to come down to in the long run because either way, hopefully Ultraview comes out or somebody comes out with something to change that grip because that's the only thing I see, especially for you, going, love the bow, love how it shoots. I love, you know, the feel of it except for the fucking grip. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, we'll see. Like, I do, I mean, yeah, especially for me. I do like the flatter grip. Like, you know, taking even EVL, taking the big fat grip. Off. I like the fat grip when I first got it. And then I realized exactly how easy it was to with that fucking grip. That bow just torqued so fucking easily. Even if your hand was open, if I slightly moved my thumb, that bow would just fucking wiggle. So I took wiggle, that shit wiggle, off. Wiggle. And yeah, the grip is narrow and I got used to it. But the minute I added that fucking the ultra Old view knock on grip. And it gave you that flat bottom base. The bow was so much better. And that's my only concern with the new grip is it does have that rounded look like the Matthews Engage has. And that's why I'm like, please, please, I don't give a shit if they name it something else. Just just take the crispy grip, carve that shit out to a fucking PSC and let us slap it on this goddamn thing. Because, you know. I mean, just from shooting Steph's Matthews with the, the you, crispy grip is you, so if much If you're listening to this, Crispy, which I hope you are, <laughs> if yeah, yeah, yeah. Crispy's on, listening to this, get on Kelby please do so, because that, that means, that means uh, you know, Anthony will probably buy the Fortis or the shoot down if you make that grip. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I mean, no, no. If, if they make a grip, let, let me tell you something. I mean, well, you already noticed. I'm so impressed with the majority of the stuff that comes out from Ultraview. I'm probably going to buy it any fucking way. <laughs> So let's, to be honest, I mean, right now it's pretty much like, all right, Ultraview made something new. I I pretty much want it. Yeah. 
especially if it works for what I have. Like I've seen all the new adapters. And if I had a Tetra, I'd have an UltraView 3XL on it for sure. But since I yeah. have the old Kingpin, I can't do that shit. Um, you know, the Hamsky stuff, Upgrade. I'm probably sold on buying that shit. Like I have the, what the fuck was it called? The, the, the tournament fucking one that all of us have. And I converted oh, the Trinity. The, the yeah, Trinity. the Trinity, right. The, I had the Trinity tournament, converted it to the Hunter version of the Trinity, and that is now on the EVL. So it's pretty much like guaranteed, like two companies are definitely getting money from me for sure. You know, I want the torch. It'll be the first time I'm in, you know, I mean, granted, I mean, I, I mean, I made that obvious in the last podcast. Like the, I am so impressed with this fucking torch site from Redline that it is the first time really that I have even remotely contemplated doing anything besides me having an HHA on the bow. So. And don't get me wrong, I'm still interested in having, like, you know, the rise with the two pin and stuff like that, but, you know, the, the, the amount of options that are on that red line torch and the price itself make it so fucking hard to look away from. It really does. You know, so. Absolutely. You know, yeah, and I don't know. So it's, it, it, right now it's a toss up for me. Do I want to buy a 35 inch bow? I have, you know, the only way I'm switching bows right now is that something is going to have to impress me in order for me to sell the EVL. Cause I know I'd have to pretty much get almost everything all over again in a lot of ways. Like if I really want to, I can use yeah. my Trinity arrow rest, transfer my stabilizers. I mean, I have the wick sticks here. I have the fucking the uh quivalizer i have all of that shit i can reuse my site but granted yeah you know i, I do want to fuck with the picatinny rail i think that's a cool idea yeah, i really do want to upgrade to the epsilon and I, I think for me the only thing that stops me from doing like all of that type of shit is well one you can't really torque tune any of those arrows you can't do it with the qad you're not going to be able to do it with the epsilon if it's directly mounted and I know, yeah, it's a hunting bow, and it's not really going to be nowhere near as sensitive as a target bow and all that other bullshit, but, like, I've particularly done it with the EVL, and I found that one, as stupid as it is, me, from where the arrow rest was when, they, when it got installed, pretty much flush up against the goddamn riser, to mm. where I have it now, as fractional as it is, it may have been like an eighth of an inch, I moved it back, all the fucking torque's gone. So the fact that I was able to move it kind of means something to me. And whereas all these other ones that are now going to be static uh, mounted, that's like a feature to me that's been taken away. In a lot of ways, I feel like, you know, maybe a lot of people have to do what QAD did with that target one where you can, even though it's directly mounted, you can actually slide it back and forth and then lock it in place. So... I mean, that's a nifty feature, so who knows? Maybe that'll make its way onto some of their hunting stuff where you can move the hunting blades or uh, hunting whale tails, whichever version you go for. Move them back yeah. a little bit so you can do the torque tuning, and then when you get it done, you lock it down, you fucking set and good to go, you know. But, like, to me right now, the biggest feature I like is the, uh, the Picatinny setup and uh, yeah. the new clip set, the new, you know, tuning stuff yeah no more eclipse I, that's i think to me that's the most exciting fucking thing no eclipse 
Even though, yes, a lot of people say, and I, I said it, it looks like a ripoff version of the fucking Matthews high hat, uh, top hat system. I don't give a fuck. It's no Eclipse. I've lost two of them bitches. No. I'm fine with it not being there no more. So. <laughs> no, that's good to hear. But, all right. So, so since you got your new duo all set up, yeah. let's talk about that since I'm fucking yeah, done gushing that. over here about dumb shit. And I just spilled tea <laughs> all down my fucking oh. shirt. God damn it. <laughs> you can't take him anywhere. No, I'm telling you. Can't take him anywhere. Uh no, no, I'm I've been working on getting my getting that duo nicely centered, shot in, broken the strings, you know, all that happy horseshit, sighted in, back tuned, front or French tuned, whichever one you want to call it. You know, now she's throwing ropes consistently. Tomorrow I'll finalize, you know, the final micro sighting and other than that i'm ready for my my next uh 3d shoot which is next weekend at the club breaker in at home <laughs> oh that's good i mean at least so was it like difficult for you to get it set up i mean because you you're the first person of our friends to have the new clip system did you have to like move <laughs> your shit at all or what the hell i haven't i haven't touched that shit um I, you know because it's an extra hundred bucks just to buy the clip the well, the tool, the kit, whole yeah. system, the right. whole tool kit that right. comes with the shims and everything. Right. Don, on the other hand, has done it. And, you know, he's and, and he, he's like, you follow, you make sure you do those numbers properly, and you can shim your, you know, because they have a variable that you have to follow. You have to yeah, follow it's a those specific numbers. number that both if of you have to equal to. Try to sit there and go, no, I'll just shove this in here, shove this in here. No, they have to be, they have to equal out, otherwise. Right. Something's going to go wrong, and when it does, I don't want to be standing next to you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That does. was, like, the big thing that they pointed out is, like, there's a specific number that all the bows have. So let's say, I mean, just to make it simple, if it's, like, both of them add up to 50, they have to add up to 50 no matter what the fuck you do. So if you put a 28 on one side, the other side gets a fucking 22. So they have to equal yep. the same exact size. This way you're always yep. in and out with the same size, and it's not... You're not yeah. leaving a variable for the cam to slap back and forth side to side. Which will cause a malfunction, right. derail, blow up. You know, you pick your poison, it's going to happen. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. So, but no, I got it pretty well, you know, um, centered shot it out. Um, used the laser, you know, wrote it out. And after we did, after we threw the laser on the, which is cool because it's, you know, because it is a left and right handed bow. I didn't have to take anything off in order to slap the laser on the roll, you know, roll down the arrow, make sure everything's straight and awesome. And I was just like, cool, that's that's a good I, good thing to have that on that side now. Mm. So that way it's just like, whoop, whoop. all right, I don't have to take shit off. Great. Slap it and just go and shoot. It was great. Oh, yeah. That's awesome. Oh, good. At least I'm glad that bow is working out for you. You know, yep. well, if I know here next weekend how well I can shoot with it, it's still it it is definitely a different feel. The M2 cam on that thing is a lot different than the EC cam that's on my Perform X. Right. So, you know, it's a little bit of a slight learning curve, you know, and feel. But, you know, the grip with that, the UltraView grip on there just makes it just rock solid. Oh, yeah, 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 for sure. I, so, I mean, they did a great job with it. I mean, 
I mean, the only problem I had with mine, but I mean, it, it's, I shouldn't even say it's a fucking problem. I know my skin on my hands is rough as shit. And I knew I was going to destroy them little, you know, little hand logos for the knock on shit. <laughs> I'm not going to complain about that shit. I, I, it took me, I don't know, five minutes to get the knock on logos off of it, make it flat and throw some grip tape on it. So I maybe, maybe lost a half a degree realistically because of how much I had to take. I, if I thought about it now, like realistically, if I knew what was going to happen to it, I would have said, fuck it, threw some tape on it, mm-hmm. would have filled the middle with epoxy. I w- and this is how stupid I am because Stephanie is actually the one that came up with the idea. I could have gotten was that- green epoxy, filled it flat, and then filed it flat until the black knock-on logos came out. So I could have turned it black and green, and I was like, and of course, she comes up with this ass idea after I'm fucking smoothing it all down to make sure I got a nice surface <laughs> for the fucking tape to come on, and I'm like, you couldn't say this 15 minutes ago? Typical woman. Wait oh for God, last minute. It's a fucking fantastic idea. And if anyone does that, I, you owe me credit for it. So, <laughs> but... No, you know, it, it is what it is. I don't give a shit. But I do like having that grip on there, and that's the only thing that concerns me about yep. the Fortis and about the Shootdown Pro is just knowing how many people ripped the other grip off them. Mm-hmm. What is going to happen with this one? Is it going to be the same situation? Hopefully, you know, because Ultraview has their connections with Dudley, Maybe this grip is already around the corner and that they've already have had it in development for a couple of months and whatnot. I really didn't pay attention and notice if it was on the Unite. If the same grip is on the Unite, then you could be pretty certain that uh, Ultraview should have had it already in or already set it up for uh, production. I would that means hope. they would have seen the bow before anyone else right right. and it seems like it seems like um psc was trying to keep both the fortis i know at least the fortis and the uh shoot down pretty hush hush even though it's the worst kept secret oh since yeah. ata because we saw in some of the videos that someone had they had the shoot the shoot down there yeah 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 it, it was at ata but it was just like one of them sitting on the rack apparently but they like yeah, no, no 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 numbers no or no stickers or any of that shit on it. It didn't, from what I understand, it didn't say shoot down on it. It just happened to look like the Fortis, except fucking bigger. Bigger. So, you know, people are like, oh, that must be the new one that they're, they're hiding and whatnot. But, you know. It's, it's little Easter eggs that they, you know, like they show around and go, hmm, let's see if anyone picks this up. Right, yeah, exactly, exactly. Okay, so yeah, the new Unite looks like it does have the same exact grip. So I'm hoping that Ultraview has this, you know, has a grip, like, going for it, and that Dudley's been working with them on it because the first grip was such a smash that they should really, you know, get something in the works for this. I don't care if it's molded. I don't care if it's a PSE version of the fucking Chris B one or Mm -hmm. like they used the Chris B style one, got it to fit the PSE. And then John put his fucking angle to it, whatever tits. I don't give a shit. But my concern right now is that, you know, 
is going to be the grip, which is my biggest complaint on every fucking bow, which is not a big shock. I'm not going to say, oh, it's quiet. I don't give a fuck. You know, all bows nowadays 10, are quiet. Nine times out of ten, you, you'll sit there and shoot a bow. Good, good, good. Grip sucked. Good, yeah. good, good. Grip sucked. For me, good, it is. Good, good, good. Grip sucked. <laughs> For me, it is. I mean, it's the truth. Like, the Halon grip was absolute trash. It was so much fucking quiet. It was the same year bow as my inertia. So much fucking quieter than my inertia. You know? Oh, yeah. Shot any of the V3. Steph's bow is Steph's bow is quieter than my fucking EVL is. And I shoot arrows that are a hundred grains heavier than her for my light ones. Her normal arrows are like <laughs> 358 grains, but granted, she's a 25 and a half inch draw, not a 29 or a 29 and a half, like I am. So I have four more inches of arrow to start with. You know, plus I put the brass inserts and all the bullshit in mine. So, you know, it, it's just even with her super light arrows and she shoots like 52 pounds or something like that. And I'm shooting 72 to 74. Her bow is still quieter than mine with no problem. <laughs> and I'm like, Oh, Matthew says they made their shit quieter. What do they have? Fucking super hearing. I mean, and to me, they that, put that, that shit in the chamber and go, okay, it's very quiet in here. If we get any decibel reading off this bow, Back to sh back to the drawing board. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, it, it it's so crazy. I mean, it, companies are obsessed with certain Matthews. Yes, Matthews is is lately has been known like oh quiet, oh quiet, quiet. That's the whole thing that they've been running with. Quiet, 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 quiet. Because nothing else about the bows is changing. It's really not. No. Every no. year it's been some sort of new thing. I do like the idea of the roller guard being in the center. So I'm not going to knock that. I thought that's an idea that should have been out fucking years ago. Fucking sweet. Someone finally had the balls to engineer that shit in there. Good job. But the quietness, your bows have been quiet for a fucking decade, bro. Like, oh, we added 10% more quietness. Why? Most guys who buy your bows are going to shoot 450 to 500 fucking grain arrows. Even guys that are like 27, 28 inches, like the dudes from Elk Shape. He shoots like a 27 and a half inch draw. His arrows are like 458 grains. You hear his bow go off, it's like, poof. It's like, like, did, did something just fall off? It sounds like a fucking acorn fell off of a tree. That's what it sounds like. Like nothing. You know, it, the Duke. bow is so quiet, you know. And I'm just like, okay, he made it more quiet. Guess what? Your grip is still trash. <laughs> you know? And that's what it comes down to me now. I'm like, oh, no. PSE made a Matthews grip. Fuck me. Jesus Christ. And the funny part is, uh, I remember when we, f we first started this podcast, or when you and Steph did, mm -hmm. you know, you'd sit there and bitch, why can't, you know, PSC bows get grips on them? Yeah. None of them had grips at the time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then slowly, it wasn't until the well, NTN was with the, year. The first, first year, The first year of the NTN. Well, the in the first year of the NTN. Right. No. No, no, it was the Evolve. Bow. It was when we, mm, you sure about yes, that? Yes, the first PSE that I bitched about when it comes to the grip but it was, is the but Evolve. It was within, but it was within six months of the N10 bow being out. No, John didn't join PSE till the NXTs. So mm -hmm. this is, to, the, it was the Evolve, the Evoke, well, the and then the yeah, NXT. I could have swore, I swore the, the, the grips came out right around the Evoke time. Not no, no. The NXT was the first one to have the big fat rubber grip on it. Okay. The, they went from all of the bows having the grip that's on the inertia. Well, I'm sure. 
you know, to. I'm sure if any if we're if we're wrong anyway, someone will come and go. Oh, that's fine. I'm fine with that. <laughs> well, I mean, there Please was comment. like aftermarket grips. There was, but none of them were any damn good. None of them were. No. You know. And then you had what the ultra view is putting out. Right. And then everyone jumped on the super thin fucking grip like the Evolve 35 had. And I was like, wow. All right. You know, it still had the nice angle, but the bow just felt like every time I was at full draw and I'm trying to pull through, I to me, the grip felt so thin that I can feel the bow flexing at the grip. And I'm like, one day I'm taking a rise, a half a riser to the face. That's what it felt like (laughs) to me. It felt so like feebly flimsy like it was like oh god i'm i already pull like a gorilla is this thing gonna fucking break on me you know and that was like the first bow and then they came out with the wider grip which in in my in in my opinion the rubber grip that came on the evl was or, or or the nxt was absurdly too fucking big like even from my fat ass hands i was like okay it it's comfy it feels good when you shoot, but fuck, this thing torques like a bastard right now. I mean, <laughs> if my hand wasn't completely, like, wide open, anything I did moved. The bow moved with it. Whereas now, it's like, okay, with a knock-on grip, it's that right width, which I did find curious because it does seem to make the bow exactly the same width as the inertia, which is fine. I like that size. That's cool. But... This rounded size shit. matters, bitches. Yeah, this rounded shit to keep everything super thin and less contact and this and that. And, and then you have Dudley come out with, you know, with UV and make this little adapter and it gives it that fat base. And you're like, ooh, that should tell you round grips suck. <laughs> I'm sorry. It really should. Like, they literally, because the grip really? at the top is flat, and all of a sudden it, like, rounds as it gets towards your, you know, the base of your thumb fucking you, you area. Know, when, you, when you say it like that, it makes you wonder, okay, everyone talks about form and grip, and then when you think about it, you want a flatter surface to sit to rest your hand on. Right. Every time. Right. Why are they fucking rounded? I don't know. Makes no sense. No, it doesn't. No, and I, and I think that's the thing that Dudley. I, I think they, in a lot of ways it's now. For comfort, you're fucking wrong. Oh yeah, no, but I, I think <laughs> now with a lot of the input that Dudley has given them and stuff like that, it, you see the improvements each time. The double burger holes and the fucking the hamski fucking bolts and the QAD shit and the fucking. You know, the, the, the Picatinny, Picatinny rail stuff. Yeah. It, like all these new things. And you know, you, you know damn well that they're listening. Finally, someone's listening to Dudley and saying, hey, you should do this. You know, cool. All right, fine. So. And I'm I glad that a lot of it is. During, like, the, during the ATA, he had that dig toward him. Like, I wanted to put this on the first NTN bow, but they were like, no, we don't think it's ready. They're, you know, no one else is doing it, did it? And now they all are doing it. And now it's like, oh, yeah, now we'll put it on. Yeah, yeah. You're yeah. right, Dudley. That's fine. That's fine. I mean, PSC's <laughs> always been in a lot of ways like the one company, in my opinion. Remember, opinions, assholes. Everyone's got one, and I'm going to have one. Um, PSC's always been the lagger of all of them. They've always been the one lagging behind. It's like everyone else is trying to make their bows quick. PSC was fucking throwing flames back in the day. And still their bows are yep. fucking fast. And they're pretty much consistent. I mean, you watch the, the, the shoot downs of pr- MFJJ's proof. reviews, and every bow is exactly 13 fucking feet. 
exactly, you know, they're all doing the same fucking speed, which is fine. I'm cool with that. They're consistent. Everything's good to go. Um, they are, they are, they're all pretty goddamn fast, especially now this S2 cam. This S2 cam is like fucking frozen rope city, especially if you get that shit on something like a fucking omen. That bitch is throwing fireballs with a fucking 500 grain arrow. Uh, so it, it, it's, whereas everything else, the, the, oh, you know, Matthew's focused on the, it's like each brand has their thing. Matthew's has the quietness part and prime had originally had the psychotic, you know, you can't torque our bow double cam shit going for them. And Bowtech was trying to figure shit out and stealing shit from Matthews and stealing shit from everyone else, apparently. Hence all the lawsuits at one point. <laughs> um, but <laughs> now everyone seems to have gotten their niche. I think Elite and, and Bowtech pretty much... The easy tunability. Yes, they had the, the best tuning stuff for the last bunch of years. If you were worried about being super quiet, Matthews was the king. If you didn't give a shit about being Matthews quiet... You covered. You, yeah, and if you, you know, if you didn't give a shit about being quiet... You wanted speed so you can throw a heavier arrow. PSC was the fucking people you had to go to. It, it was like each company had their damn thing, which is fine. Mm -hmm. You know, but now all the technology, everything's getting so close to each other and whatnot. And all the bows are pretty much quiet. And it also has a lot to do with, I think our arrows now are built better. The idea Ten of... Ten times better. Ten oh, yeah. times better with the, uh, the invention of carbon arrows we've come they've come a long way compared to when what angel and dudley and everyone else started off with these oh, aluminum yeah. fucking shafts oh that's what i and shot i shot double x 75 can... you know but i mean yeah all the technology improvements and stuff like that has made a huge difference on what we're able to do now you know and i i know a lot of people give people shit about that like oh technology's gonna ruin it no it's not how, how you no. know now we're technically now we're shooting lighter arrows than before i mean when i was in high school shooting 21 what was it 20 uh, 21 17s the fucking arrow was like damn near 500 grains and the bow was still loud as shit if i shoot That's a 500 point. yeah <laughs> if i shoot a 500 grain arrow out of my evl or even out of my inertia you know when i was shooting the either the um what the fuck's it? The FMJs or the extortions out of the inertia. The bow was quiet as can be. Both arrows, one was like 528 and yeah. the other one was 534 between the two arrows. So they were only six grains off from each other. So my side tape was like one yard off at different yardages. But it quieted the bow down. And the bows now are so mm -hmm. goddamn efficient that they were still throwing 280 feet per second. The inertia, granted, was faster than the EVL. But, you know, now we can still tune bows for, you know, you can buy a pretty decently quick bow, 340 IBO, whatever. And you can fuck with an arrow because you want to get it into the sweet spot for fucking tuning somewhere between 280 and 290. And you could fuck with point weight, inserts, this, that, the other, bop, 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 bop. And next thing you know, you're still throwing yep. 285 feet a second with a fucking 468 grain arrow or some stupid shit. Because these new bows can do it at 70 pounds. So, you know. 
it's just crazy. It's crazy. Yep, yep, yep. You know, like the only other thing I can definitely tell you right now, I'm interested because I got all hyped up about it. Finally, because I was talking shit about it for a while now. Oh, ooh, what's this? UV has finally released the large size of the button. The thumb button release. Oh, yeah, because yeah. Uh, one of the guys at the range had the medium. I'm like, that's fucking tight on my hands. Fuck yeah, no, no, I can't even try. I already tried to shoot the medium. It was like, nope. <laughs> no. I, I, no. I tried to shoot the medium of the uh, the hinge, too, and now that fucking wasn't happening. So, But the large finally came out, so I may decide to order one here just because I want to try it. I really do. Uh, I think right now I just I want to try I'll tell you right it now that the uh, thumb knob that they have on it is fucking nice. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, well everything they're will... making right now is good. So that's what makes me like, you know, I think they have the best scope, like all around scope on the market right now. When you got fucking Trophy Ridge saying here's an adapter kit, you can hook it up to our new fucking digital and HHA's on board with that shit and Excel's on board with that shit and fucking Spot yep. Hog. Like everyone's jumping on the UV train. So, I mean, they, they really do have one of the best all-around ones. You can go floating, fiber, what, you know, what the fuck ever you want to do. And it's got all the, the, the couplers and attachments and on shit for it. So, and, like, in that, the, I think that's one of the main reasons why I'm so interested in trying the thumb button. It's supposed to have all the same adjustability as our stands have and everything like that. And granted, I know from what the rumor is, is that the dude that designed it was from Stan, hence the similarities. Um, but I'm interested to see the difference in the feel of it since they added those bushings in on all the rotating assemblies that are supposed to help keep it smooth and bop, 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 all the shit. So I'm interested in seeing that because that's the part that has me interested. You know, the, the captive D loop thing, that was a Stan thing. I, I've had that on, I had that on the prof, the yeah, profec, I, you know, the, the fucking, um, the prefect. Onyx has it. Yeah, prefix, you know, but I, it was on the prefix, it's on the Onyx, so it's nothing, that thing is nothing new to me. The difference in the design of the head being that the head is more uh, turned so that the string would release straight forward and not have to worry mm -hmm. about the clasp turning so much. And uh, those extra bushings. And yeah, of course. I mean, the thumb barrels that UV makes for years have been fucking awesome. So, you know, it's like, it's the couple of features. So the thing I've been waiting for has finally been released. It's like, there's a lot of things that came out this year that I'm like super interested in. So <laughs> it is. Exactly. It might be a fucking expensive year. <laughs> well, it, well, we've, we've talked about it already, but, you know, it's one of those years where you're like, hmm, I can get a new bow. Or I can finally build my shop like I've been wanting to. Yes. 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 Well, so, my, my home shop, not a shop, my home shop. Yep. Yeah. Well, you know, if, if anything, hopefully people figure that part out. Yeah. 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 But now everyone, now, now you, now you can go either way or oh, hell fuck. If you're, if you're baller enough, you can go both. Right. You know, but especially now that, you know, between some of the bows pricing is, aren't, aren't too bad. They are high, mm -hmm. higher than they should be. Well, but that's also that's inflation. The market we live in right today. Now. You know, it didn't help that inflation <laughs> yeah. hit almost ten percent in one year. No, no, exactly. And then, um, 
but you also have between OMP and all their stuff that they're coming out with for the home user. Yep. At such a fucking killer prices. Yes. Yes. It's like I can. What would it cost me five grand to build a home, put a shop, my personal shop in my house? Would have been five grand a year or two ago. Now you could probably do it for what? Two? Uh, not even. I think when I did all the math on it to buy. The, oh no! You said it was about fifteen hundred. Fifteen. It was about fifteen hundred bucks. Um, what I did was on my list. I put the the green bow press on there, which is like four hundred and fifty. Their arrow, uh, the fletching jig was one twenty nine for the the big kit, which I think has the helical and the straight ones uh, clamps yeah. and whatnot. Um, their flight deck. The arrow saw that they were advertising that was like one thirty for home use. Yep. Um, what else was there? There was a couple of th- oh, all their like hand, all their pliers and hand tools and all of that shit. Um, and the freaking vice. The oh yes, the vice, the sight level, like everything all together. And and this isn't like the not not, not the cheaper vice, the the Versa, the the fucking micro adjust baller out of control one yep. that Angel said just pay the fifty bucks and buy that one. So. The, the the vice was like three fifty. The sight adapter that goes into the vice is like fifty bucks. It was like a hundred and thirty for the fletching jig, like seventy bucks for the spinner filer flattening flight deck jammy thing, hundred and thirty bucks for the arrow saw, and I think the new price on the last chance archery green press is like four forty nine or something like that. So it was like fifteen hundred dollars. To put all of that shit in my house, in my garage here on my fucking desk, and have myself my own at home stuff because now, I mean, I gotta face the fact. You're I forty wanted, minutes away from the nearest job. I'm, I'm forty minutes right, right. Yeah, I'm about forty minutes away from Saluda River, and if I need to go down to Archery Shack, I'm an hour and I think GPS says I'm like an hour and twelve minutes away. So I'm not like immediately able to go anywhere. Like my Saturday mornings right now are screwed. So I, I'm, I'm not able to go to Saluda every, I think the, I haven't been to Saluda River to shoot in six weeks. And it's not because I don't want to. I want to go down there and see everybody. It's just my Saturday mornings, I have a lot of shit to do. Don't get me wrong. I'm also doing that DEF reset you know, the uh, the discipline equals freedom reset shit yep. from Jocko. Me and Rich have been doing it, which will be a podcast next week. Um, so, I mean, there's a lot of like stuff that's in that I've been doing. So my Saturday mornings are filled and. You know, I've been shooting in the backyard every day. Don't get me wrong. It, it's been pretty much every day. And to just further the abuse, I've been doing it every day lately with the inertia. And which is actually kind You're of an funny. idiot. Why? <laughs> no, because I, I just say that because I know your shoulder problems and that. No, thing. dude, it's 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 so weird. I'm so like I've been doing the exercises I'm supposed to do with my shoulder and my back and all that blah 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 bullshit, and I'm so much stronger than what I was when it comes to holding that bow and um. Like I changed all my draw lengths back down to 29 to get that shoulder more planted into the socket and stuff like that. So I wasn't, so I'm, I have more of an ability to actually push forward. Um, yeah. 
like the little stupid things. I find I can really still, I can shoot the living shit out of that bow. I can't do it a lot. Like the EVL, I can run that bitch for reps if I want to. Like, no problem. I can run 150 arrows consistently through the EVL all day, all night, because that Evolve cam is so goddamn easy to shoot. After yep. about 50 with the inertia, I'm done. I'm like, yeah, I'm good. I did 10 rounds of five arrows. I blew up fucking three of them on Thursday. You know, I've granted, thankfully, I didn't break any arrows. I did chip a knock and I think I blew off four veins at 45 yards. So, and the inertia has, you know, no magnifier, nothing. It's pins. So I have that Rocky Mountain 5 pin that the pins are so bright, they fucking blind you damn near. My Hamski Raptor peep that's in there. And I've just been, I've been, well, when I go outside to shoot now, I bring both bows with me. So I switch like back and forth. And, and it's it just, I'm trying to make sure I shoot every day. So I'm trying to make it where it's almost becoming a workout for me. I find... For me, lucky like, bastard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you go to a club. <laughs> I go only on the fucking weekends. Uh, yeah. Well, no, I'm doing this. I'm doing this just to get more things in my day that I have to do. That's yeah. like the whole part of you know what uh, me and Rich have been doing. It's like the repetition and you're disciplining yourself to do like certain things over and over and over. Um, and I felt like I still had too much spare time. In my mornings, which is kind of stupid because now I'm up to riding. I'm pretty much doing a minimum of 12 miles a day now on the bike. So, which is good. So my legs are nice and strong. My lower back is good. Core is much stronger than what it was before, which is good for my lower back and my fucking fractured vertebrae and shit. So... I, I, I have, it's weird when you do kind of programs like that, you just happen to notice how much downtime you have and then it makes you want to fill the time. So it's now it's like, all right, I got time. I'm going to go shoot in the back. Granted, I need some more fucking targets because, um, are you blowing through my Reinhardt target? I, I gave you, I can't shoot the Reinhardt with the inertia whatsoever. Like at all. What? I cannot shoot the Reinhardt target with the inertia at all. The arrows literally hold on by the fletchings out the back. <laughs> it stops the EVLs pretty easily, but the inertia, it's like not. Nah, you need bitch, to I'm look into, if you're going to upgrade your backyard targets, you need to look into those bulldogs. Either those that are or. Terrible. They're fucking, they're strong. Well, what I may actually so. do is I may build the side since, I mean, I have what? Three of the blackout bags. I have the Reinhardt. Yep. And then I have the, what's that yellow one called? Yellow jacket. Yes, the yellow jacket one. I may just decide to cut them all open and throw all of that material and just make myself a big ass canvas bag. You know? Build myself a frame and then put, you know, compress the shit down so it's nice and fucking tight and we'll stop it and just, because that's all it is. I mean, that material is literally held in, to, in with the canvas is. bag. So, but yeah, no, the Reinhardt, if I shoot it with the EVL, it's in certain, like if I, I can't shoot it in the dead center no more really with either bow. 
Um, but like the even the outer edges of it, because I mean the EVL is what the hell is the EVL doing right now? I think it was like two hundred and like eighty eight feet a second with the arrows that I'm shooting, the carnivores with the fifty grain add-on weight in the yeah. back and the one twenty five grain heads and which they're basically four hundred and sixty five ish grains, whatever. Um I think I think yeah, I think the EVL was like two eighty six or something like that. So it's I mean it's a good speed, whatever. Those arrows are three oh three out of the inertia. Oof. So it's 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 fucking frozen rope in these goddamn things. But yeah, it's 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 just like I have to shoot like certain spots. Like even when I'm shooting at forty yards with the inertia, I have one of the blackout targets facing normally facing me, and at the center ring, I have the second one sideways to it. So they're literally in the shape of a T. So I make sure the inertia doesn't punch through them. So, you know, I'm also protecting my fence and shit. <laughs> so because <laughs> yeah. if I do happen to get a pass yep. through, there's not going to be much momentum and there's a berm behind my fence as it is. So it's not going through anything. But I, I really don't feel like blowing holes through my fence is what it comes down to. So, oh, who done? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just, yeah. You just want to do it once, just go. Ah. Oh no, I've shot the fence. <laughs> I, I, I've shot the fence. It, it, I shot through one of the blackout targets with the inertia, and I just happened to hit the four by four. You know, so <laughs> it was like I heard the dupe, and I'm like, "What? Why did it double tap? What the fuck was that?" <laughs> I'm like, "Oh my god, what? What the fuck?" I go running out there. I'm like. And I just see the fucking carnivore like doing the wobble as it's stuck in the fucking four by four. I'm like, I'm like, and I look around and there's that big ass piece of like puffed material sticking out the back of the blackout bag, which means Ooh. I shot through the bag. The arrow took the material with it. And it just kept fucking going. I was like, oh, oh no. It's like, damn. Okay, cool. All right, good. My arrow stopped. It didn't go anywhere, but it is what it is. All right. So what else do we got? Uh. Well, I think we're running running to about the end, mm -hmm. but we can go into what I like to call, um, which was really inspired by the latest post by Archie Letdown. Oh yeah, and and you know all of his it's missing all of his new posts about this particular person has really made me think and go. The only thing he needed to put in there is. Tim Gillingham is the Chuck Norris of archery. I'm telling you, <laughs> it's so true. <laughs> Without a doubt. Without a doubt. You know, yep. you, you look at some of his, the, the, some of archery's things, like, you know, he's on an elk hunt. He doesn't take a picture of a prized elk. The elk takes a picture of him. That's it. And, you know, so I'm like, you know, thank you, Archie, for this. But, you know, all for, all for nothing, it's come to my conclusion, and this is the only archer out there you could say it for. Mm -hmm. He is the Chuck Norris of archery. I agree. I agree. He's the he's an absolute madman of archery. He really is. I mean, what was the only, the other ones we were talking about? Uh, he's a mad dog. He is. He absolutely is. And he's like one of the friendliest people. I mean, it's just it's it's so funny how when you can equate him. Well, you look at Chuck Norris; he's the same way. He's the nicest, nicest person. Mm -hmm. Don't fuck with him. 
Right. Yeah. Go yeah. And fuck with them. Exactly. Exactly. That's what I become to uh, understand Gillingham as. You know, when the man shoots all the X's and there's no one X's left uh, left for anyone else in the tournament. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> oh, there was there was so many. So we them. came up. I, I came up with a couple mm-hmm. of things that Archie can actually end up using if he wants to. If he listens to the podcast. But um, one of them was, where's that? Where's my notes? Where's my notes? Oh, no. Oh, no. I just had them. I sent this one to you before. I thought I, I, I thought it was funnier and shit. You know, Tim is like Chuck Norris that when his battery dies on his site, it apologizes and charges itself. Yep. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then the other one I had, I don't know if you have any. Or came up with any well, since we talked about this. Um, Tim is like Chuck that when he presses a bow, it doesn't press. It press. He doesn't press. Presses itself. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! Oh my God! <laughs> it's true though. I mean, Tim is the equivalent to Chuck Norris for archery. He really is. He really is. Oh God! There's like so many you could think of right off the head too. And he, 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 you know what? What other one? You do one for arrows, man. You know, especially the way he talks about tuning arrows. You know, you know, they, the arrows just spin themselves in the line immediately mm-hmm, mm-hmm. for him. It's like done. There's oh, a spine yeah. line right there. Cut this piece off. Cut this piece off. You're good. It just. The arrows, yeah. hell, no, knowing, knowing him, it, the, the arrows will cut themselves. Like That's you it. don't the, need this part of me. Thank you. The wobble just falls off by itself. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. Well, oh, this my. this arrow was graded at a point five. Hmm. Let me spin it. Let me see what. There's no wobble. <laughs> <laughs> it it straightens itself out. It straightened itself out. Jesus. Oh my God! But I but, don't even know. Yeah. Oh. When I got to thinking about that, I was like, "Yeah, he is the Chuck Norris of archery, and he you know he'll he'll and he'll prove it every time." I mean, who else in the world again would go out to an archery tournament with three thirties? Four. Oh, it was four forties. No, well, the four. first time was three thirty-inch stabs, and then the second stabs. time was four. He yeah, had like a but, a twelve inch wide bracket on the front holding two thirties forward and two of them at an angle at the back. <laughs> it was ridiculous. But again, only only Tim, only Tim. Oh yeah, yeah. Could you imagine you though, like when the people from Bee Stinger saw him out there in the tournament and he wins and they're like, "Oh fuck me!" You know how many people are gonna want this? Jesus Christ! <laughs> like the the amount of shit that people must have been. Where can I get that bracket for the two front? The two thirty fronts. Where can I get that bracket? Home Depot. <laughs> it was like a fucking square, like inner tube. It looked like you know, like an aluminum square tube that he just drilled some holes in. He put it in a vice, drilled some forty fives for his backstabs. I mean, even when you watch him put the bow down, it like self stood itself up. It was so crazy. It was like that's fucking impressive. <laughs> like it like, doesn't need it. It's a bow that doesn't need a bow stand. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, it was wild. Uh, 
But yeah, yeah I mean, that, that's... he's probably got, he probably had that bow trained well enough. He walks to the next target. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, four thirties, it might as well. I mean, Jesus Christ. It can't had legs. Bitch had legs. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> all right. I mean, that's about all that I got for today. <sighs> that's all I got. And, you know, like I said, I mean, we got, I got my, my shoots next weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you got coming up? I don't even know. I think there was one supposed to be tomorrow at uh, Carolina Bowman up in Hendersonville, North Carolina. I know I saw an ad mm-hmm. for Robin Hood, which is the place that we went to when you were down here or up here the last time. That was a beautiful course. That was a cool yeah. fucking course. I like their target, their practice range. Their practice range before the course was really, really nice. So, remind, me of, remind me of home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was, actually, that, that is very true. Yes. Yes, you. Well, I mean, not, not for nothing. You guys, I think, have one of the best all-around courses when it comes to that type of stuff. Like cleanliness-wise, all your lanes are spotless. Your practice area is ridiculous. Your oh, uh, your field lanes are insane. The thing that actually impressed me we about like oh, I know. Well, even like the last time I was there, the the thing that was so impressive was like you take out a range finder at your place. Half the time you don't need it for one, especially on your field course. Because if you actually look down and you see the stone, you're like, all right, it says 60. And you range finder it, and it's actually 60. You're like, oh, shit, it's right. <laughs> How often does that happen anymore? It really doesn't. People are like, oh, it says 60. You range it, it's like 56 because someone kicked a rock. You know, and you guys actually have it in the right spot. So, I mean, that's pretty rare in itself. But, yep. yeah, I mean... I don't know. We'll see. I mean, I, I know there's stuff coming up. Arthur usually tells me when there's a shoot coming. And then uh, yep. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, let's do it Sunday. Because <laughs> my Saturday, like I already said, is my Saturdays are fucked. Um, yeah, because I, I, I think I got my club shoots this week mm-hmm. coming up. And then I don't think I have another ASA that I'm able to go to until next month. So by then, okay. I should have the duo well in tune, well and ready to freaking rock with my cock out there you go sweet and get that thing blasting targets so i was i was supposed to go to go to one last weekend where at so i was supposed to go to one last weekend but my duo my duo wasn't ready oh oh, okay so hell you should have (laughs) just fucking ran it and see what it did (laughs) i still had to sight Ah, sight in i was not quite ready not quite ready all right i tried well, it is what it is. I'm still running um, on my uh, my guessing on my phone right now is pretty much because there's no tape that batches anything for the arrows that I've built. It will actually get really close if I swap the 125s down to 100s. But uh, yeah. which I, I may end up doing. It depends. It, it's what it's really going to depend on is going to depend on after I get the new strings put on the EVL. Because it does need new strings. I've been saying that for months, and I just fucking... It's going to end up where I have to go down to Archery Shack um, during the week just so I can make this shit happen. (laughs) Or I'm just going to have to leave at like 11 o'clock one day, drive straight there, drop the bow off, and go right to work. Because right now, Mm -hmm. for me to try and make make it anywhere on a Saturday morning just ain't fucking happening. So I got too much shit to do. Um... I get but that. I get that. You know, I mean, literally like, for the next shoot, I may just say screw it and just set the inertia up 
and just go to a shoot and run bow hunter class. The you know what the sad part, <laughs> the sad part is, right? Shooting the the EVL, I have the uh, yeah the the HHA kingpin on there. I have the zero mark on the gauging tape is my twenty. Thirty is <laughs> seven, and twenty one is my forty mark, which it's roughly the scope moves about a half an inch or so. And on the inertia, literally my 20, 30 and 40 are about a quarter of an inch apart. <laughs> like this thing is <laughs> fucking throwing some fire. It's, it, it's, it's ridiculous. So, but yeah, I, I may decide just to say, screw it for the hell of it and uh, throw the 12 inch stab on the front of the inertia. And uh, go run a tournament run in the hunter class for a change. You know, no lenses, fucking five pin. So I, I think I'm going to finish getting that thing sighted in this week. And then uh, go from there, man. I mean, just try something different. I've been running the same shit now for, fuck, 18 months or whatever. It's, ni- it's, it's nice to change up every now and then. Yeah, yeah. So. Well, hell, I mean, you can fucking pull out your... Uh, your perform and go back and forth between those. I'm sure. Have you shot the perform? Since? I still got. I still got to get a. I, no, because I have nothing on it. Oh, okay, okay, that's right. I I need to get another. I need to get uh, another arrow rest. Uh, the sight bar brackets I need and a new and a scope before I can even think about shooting. Ah, okay. Yep. Okay. All right. Well. Oh, I also got to get a scope too. So. A scope. But you know, I won't. I won't need in the way I look at it right now. Those aren't I. I need right now, right? Because the way that bow's going to be set up is going to be set up more toward field than um, 3D, right? So that way I can run my my micro um, vaps through those and right. call it a day. That is true. That is true. Okay. But she is. But she still makes a good backup bow in case something goes wrong. Right, right. So I still need to get. I still need a set of backup strings for the duo. Oh yeah, yeah, that is true. Yeah. I didn't even so, think about, yeah, because you're running factory strings right now, the live wires yeah, or whatever. Yeah, they're called. Live. Uh, I've never had a problem with live wires until they're time to be changed out. Yeah, yeah. When I had my super, when I had my super, I ran those fucking things ragged, and I had no problem with them. Until they started, uh, until the, the end of their life, they were like, okay, we're stretching like a motherfucker now. It was down to like, what, 54 pounds, 55 pounds at the end? It was, it was something stupid. Yeah, it was like, yeah, it dropped drastically from what it was. I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. I think it's time for new strings. Yeah. Bro, my sight's suddenly so, off. I was like, huh? <laughs> it was just dropping like a bitch. I was like, fuck. Like, did, did you check the poundage? What's causing that? Well, it's probably no. It's fully fucking shit. <laughs> yeah, I remember you calling oh, yeah. like, bro. I I put it on the fucking scale. It's like fifty four. I'm like, whoa, time for some new strings, bro. <laughs> yeah. So, but so, all right. Well, that's yeah, it. I haven't decided what brand I'm gonna go with. So, oh, you probably know you're gonna probably get like twisteds or some shit again. Because that's well, what I usually get. Well, I've been I got I've been running threads right now. Oh, threads. That's what it is. Threads. Oh. Right. Yep. I mean, you've been doing good with those for like what so, two years or so. Yeah, 
Yeah. I miss my gas strings because I think those were the best strings I ever shot on my bows. True. But True. they're so, they're so expensive now to get, and they take for fucking ever to get. Well, apparently now they're back down to two weeks, from what I understand. Ooh, two weeks. Yeah, but it's still not I bad. I can get a set of three, threads and three. I can get a set of threads and three. I know that, but I'm just saying it's not the, the fucking six weeks anymore like people were complaining about. So. Yeah. Ah, we'll see. I, I have the advantage. I just go an hour away and go get mine. So. <laughs> <laughs> I, no, I, no. I got one of the best yeah, string makers in the country Not that far away can sit there and, yeah. You can get me a set of strings sent down here And I'll see how they are That's fine I'll put them through the ringer Yep, yep So uh, All right All right Well, I guess that's a good night then All righty Well, folks, get out there Have fun Go shoot You know, go do something Archery related Go to a 3D tournament, whatever And then we will be back here probably in about uh, two weeks and we'll record the next one. Or so. Or so. Well, or maybe sooner. Who knows? Uh, since we're getting more into a yeah. system now. So, all right, folks. Have fun. We'll see you all on the next one.